Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. <laughs> how about that, Tommy? How about that for an intro, fella? Whoa. I couldn't hear it, mate. I couldn't hear it properly because the chainsaws in your garden are drowning it out. Well, there's a chainsaw and a wood chipper. Um, <laughs> yeah, the lads could, are here now. Yeah, and I look, could do a pod shanks in the afternoon. Oh, just got I a know, two surgeons didn't, didn't cross my mind. I thought, because they're only doing a bit of clearing out, oh, I thought they'll f- be that, gone by that's the first mistake. lunchtime. Well, I thought they'd be gone by lunchtime. That's why I've knocked you back a couple of hours. thought it'd be all right. But um, yeah, I've got the lads in. I've paid them a day rate. And obviously podcasts come first, but obviously podcasts come second when you've paid a day rate. <laughs> <laughs> That's the fact. Anyway, some good news, mate, is uh, we've had our first cameo video done. Oh, yeah. Someone told me about four weeks ago that essentially you'd be able to retire after probably two years of cameo. Yeah. One request in four weeks. Look, can I, can I just say if Tom Biggs is listening to this, I'm sorry. Um, you know that you know the proof. I Michelle, s- Michelle made us do it. You know the uh, the draft I sent you through, not the proof um, on WhatsApp. Yeah, I've changed it slightly. What have you done? Uh, just at the end of it, I said, "Look at the size of Flats's head because it's massive." Cause it is, yeah, it's big head. Yeah. Just the way, just the way it's videoed. You're, bit, yeah, you're there's a lot big, closer. There's bigger about. There's bigger about. But oh, I'm yeah. going on a um, like a motocross day. On Wednesday, and they said, "What size helmet do you need?" So I measured my head, and it was like, "Well, you go up to double XL, but I need the next one up." Mm. And it's like we don't have the next one up. So, well, if if you don't have one, then I'll wear a gum shield. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. a Western Supermare Beach. That is going on. The, there's like this big annual, like dirt bike race, motocross race on Western Supermare Beach, and my mate Churchy's building it, 
the course. Mm. And we're going for a little scud on Wednesday. Did you ever wear awesome. a uh, helmet? Not a helmet, a head guard. Scrum cap. Mm. No, only when I had stitches and stuff that kept splitting. Mm. Uh, no. What about you? A couple of times, but they're the types of things that if you don't wear them from an early age, it just looks completely ridiculous. Yeah. You know, so like John Davis just looks normal. Lee Halfpenny, Tom James. Yeah. Ben Kay. But yeah, anyone else who wears one, who doesn't normally wear one. Looks weird. Yeah. Yeah. Looks incongruous, Tommy. Mm. Yeah. I mean, no, I d- didn't wear one. Didn't. I remember once I had, I broke, kept breaking my hands and um, they wouldn't get better. And I wore gloves for a few, couple of months because it helped. Like I literally couldn't grip the ball. And then it wasn't just the ball. It was like I was lifting people in the line out with busted hands. They yeah. weren't really sore. They were just weak. And um, I couldn't grip properly. So I was trying to tape my fingers. Didn't work. And I just used to put gloves on and cover them in glue. So I could just try and lift like that. Grip I mean, with your fingers though. Don't you really? You're not allowed to wear... Um, Gloves. You have to wear fingerless gloves. So I was doing commentary yeah. last year, and someone from Benetton, one of the wingers, had uh, two pairs of gloves on, and it's illegal. Oh, took them off at halftime. Probably heard McComb's. Well, Andy Higgins, our old centre winger at Bath, he ran out with tights on. Or was it Brendan Daniel, the winger? I can't remember. Someone ran out and got sent back in because they had tights on. To mm. play, and you weren't allowed to play in tights. Mm. Quite right too. Quite right. It's not bloody ballet. What, I mean, what are you thinking when someone runs out in tights? Eh? You're thinking. I've got zero respect for you. It's like a back who wears <laughs> Gilbert boots or ankle high boots. It, it's a bit like um, it's a little bit like for a prop playing prop, and the guy about to go down against has got baggy lycras on. Yeah, lycras a bit baggy. He's not even filling it. Quadzilla's not even filling him, and you're like, mate, it's going to be easy. It's like if someone's wearing Puma Kings right now. You're thinking, ah, oh, come on, mate, not in the '90s anymore. Yeah, come on, kid. Copa Mondiales. Are they still cool? I don't know. Yeah, um, they're good. The old um, World Cup. They're the, they're the, they're the best moldies you can get. Barnsley still wears them for refing. Of course he does. Mm. Barnsley, I worry, I worry about Barnsley at the moment. Hair or? No, oh. do you know what? Physically, I think he's all right. Okay. Um, he's working very hard at the moment, is Barnsley, off off the pitch as well as, you know, in his real job, he's working very hard. There's a lot going on, but. What's his real job, um, mate? Is it Q&A's? Like Lee Byrne, or is it? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. just Q and A's, yeah, just mm. uh, Q and A's and endorsements. Um, uh, but Luke Pearce coming through the ranks, isn't it? It's a bit like, yep, you know, it's a little bit like when Kerry Jones was loose at Quinns, and then Joe Marler arrived, and Kerry Jones did a when he left the club, he said, "Well, in a sense, like what are you supposed to do? He's he's a bit special." But I think Barnsley's got, you know, probably got another. I mean, he's retired three times, hasn't he, from international duty? Um, but I think he's probably got another couple of seasons of uh, being sort of big dog, but there's someone snapping at his heels now, and Luke Pearce speaks French as well as Barnsley does. And it's also like, you know, Niger's already got um, world rugby tied up, isn't he? You know, referee watch with yep. Nigel Owens. Um, Ugo's got, 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 got the rap. There's no point starting a podcast, so... no. I don't know. Luckily for Barnsley. I reckon he'd be good at delivering milk. <laughs> I think, I think, given a little, give him a couple of sessions with Ray Mears, I think he'd be quite a good mid-level survival expert. He's a practical, he's a lateral thinker, he's good, he's a good communicator, he doesn't panic under pressure, and 
yeah, he doesn't go anywhere without at least one garment of clothing with six pockets or more. Milkman or postman? What would you say he would look best in? I I think postman is more Barnsley because he'll yeah. bounce up your end. That means he can chat with everyone. Milkman's a bit of a solitary uh, trade, isn't it? Because you're, you're trying to get in and out before people wake up. Whereas Barnsley would love a chat, wouldn't he? Yeah, he pull out his cards as well for special customers, can't he? Like if they give him a yeah, little bit oh, of banter. You yeah. missed two parcels in a row, that's a red. <laughs> what about that decision oh. you gave? For a New Zealand day, yeah. oh, red card. Like, uh, let me tell you, yeah. Um, so you know, I think Barnes, mm. gonna, Barnes, you'll be all right for a bit. But you know, it's like when you know certain people retire from the game, Tommy, and they fancy our job, they just take it. And then, just like we took someone else's, I suppose. And then that's why we're lucky that you and I do other stuff other than this stuff, you know, because that's the game. Whose job do reckon we took then? We didn't really, did we? Bill Beaumont and Ian Botham. <laughs> Emlyn Hughes, I took. No, that's Ugo's actually taken Emlyn Hughes' job, a question of sport, I joke. Um, no, I didn't take anyone's job. No, um, we forged our own way, mate. You know, yeah. U- unique. Um, and on yeah, that, and on that, just leave us a review, will you? Been quite slow on it. We need them. Just, uh, just to feel good. Yeah, just to feel good, mate. I like reading I've them. I've never looked at them, though. Ah, you say that, but I bet you have. I don't know how to, I actually don't know how. If you yeah. showed me how, I would. I look, never I look know. at Twitter after I've been on uh, doing comms. You mustn't. you mustn't you mustn't we all do uh so look big thing in bath at the moment don't know what it's like over the over the bridge there boy is that um there's a fuel crisis on um everyone panicked for about a day and then i think everyone in bath pretty much stopped panicking around saturday mm. um and i just was walking through town and and i walked past via a petrol station just a little detour to have a look and there was petrol there and there was no queues. So I thought, hang on. However, there are people in real strife because my brother-in-law, Ben, is a trucker and yep. he delivers fuel and he is being followed and tracked by loads of cars and it's actually dead weird. So like, if he pulls in to the services for a break and a coffee, he literally has people surrounding his truck. Is that the same like, brother-in-law that was on the Brexit committee and the Chilcot inquiry? Yep. Yeah. 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 Um, dodgy bloke. Dodgy <laughs> bloke. But a good driver. A good driver. Some dodgy ethics, but um, not ethics. Uh, dodgy politics. But a good driver. Um, and he really. Let's just. Yeah. It, it's a. It's an odd time, and people are going mad. And he saw two crashes on a fort court last night with people trying to remove maneuver their oh, cars. Have to you get seen fuel. a fight going round? There's a fight. Yeah, mate. Oh. Yeah. Over. F- yeah. Well, what's the word what's like? Going on? What's he doing? Why is he saying there's, there's a fuel crisis and saying there's no fuel crisis? Like, what's he expect? What's going to happen? What does he expect? The please don't panic. It's mm. the pa- firstly, it's the power of pot negative suggestions. Don't do something means you're more likely to do it. Mm. But um, it's just don't panic, everyone. And, and actually, the reality is, and I don't know how I haven't read too much about it because I just think, oh, what, a, what an absolute shambles. But um, I sort of it's the sort of news I don't want to read about very much because it just depresses me a bit but um yeah, it's you. like they're you know, speaking to my brother-in-law i won't quote him directly but quoting him directly um he's like there's there's one particular haulage company that delivers i say lots of most of all of the fuel to you know for the big fuel brands and they treat their workers so badly that everyone's leaving and it's like they, everyone thinks that right get the eastern europeans back and it goes lots of the eastern europeans don't want to work for them and they won't come back and they're not going to come back so 
And it's like the army will get the military in. They've got hardly any HGV qualified, you know, drivers. They well, a couple of thousand. That's not enough. So you get them in, and it's like, well, a lot of them are reservists. So mm. what's their day job? Drivers. What have they stopped doing because they're treated so badly? Driving. So this haulage company now is offering employees three thousand a three thousand pound bonus. He told me today to stay, and they're still leaving because the, and they're not horrible selfish gits it's like the working conditions are so bad they're treated so poorly that they don't want to work there anymore crisis or no crisis so it's not what you're saying is it's not fuel it's drivers which we kind of knew but but and the the government i read a couple of bits today where it's almost like it's almost like the i read a little bit on twitter and it was like the it's almost like the pub the public are being blamed now it's like well yes some of them are dicks they are but what do you expect when you tell people there's a crisis? Like the dicks will come out in force, as will the normal people who need to get to work. You know, it's anyway. Yeah. It's, it's not just um, HGV drivers, I mean, it's, it's everywhere. It's like people can't get staff, waitresses, waiters, anything yeah. like that. Um, they'll have to start paying people properly now, you know, to either. Um, well, not minimum wage, probably more than minimum wage to keep them. Otherwise, they're just going to go off to other jobs. Um, Real living wage. Yeah, it is. Yeah. 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 So anyway, look, let's let's not get uh, bogged down by that. Uh, we don't we don't want to get bogged down by it. But it does smack. Before we move on, it does smack a little bit of, yeah, kick them out, kick them out, take back control. Shit, no one will do the jobs. There aren't enough people to do these jobs. We're all knackered. Get them back. It's a bit like it. It reeks of that. And maybe I'm simplifying it hugely but then it's like uh i think lot 52 percent of the country did vote for a lot of this stuff like this stuff was on the menu from what i remember and if i'm wrong feel free to abuse shanks because he told me that anyway baby watch what's going on how is she oh mate well got problems mate you know you know i live in bath mate um Mm. world heritage site lovely place um she's trying to get her into a little bit of a nap routine and because it's carnage at night really and um it's fine it's early so not pushing it but popped out for a sarni earlier put her in the buggy fast asleep and all the lovely old pavements hundreds of years old aren't they lovely you cannot keep a child asleep on those pavements you can't just when she wakes up an hour into a two-hour nap um so I'm upstairs now to get away from the chainsaw and the wood chipper, and she is downstairs uh, a bit upset. I thought you were going to say, loads of people like driving past you tooting. Where's the jacket? <laughs> hey, where's Shanks? Where's hey. the bin liner? <laughs> where's the bin liner? Hey. What's happened to the Channel 5 highlights? No, I've got a crossbow for that. Um, Do you know, get this. Oh, get, the baby's go good, mate. The baby's good. Ah, good. You've got... You know you can have listed buildings. You can have, effectively, I think you can have listed trees. Like, there is a tree in my garden called, and it's not a big garden, you've seen it. In fact, it mm. probably counts as a, it counts as a small garden. And um, it's... Mature. It's called a goat willow or something. And it's got a tree preservation order on it. I wasn't going to chop it down anyway, but you want to prune it back because it's like taken over the neighbour's garden. And it's like... Mm, and this guy who I know, who's, a, who's worked here before, said he basically applied for me. It took six months to get uh, permission, basically, because they got turned down sometimes. Six months to get permission to prune burger. Mm. But while it's while it's while it's complete, it's massive. It shadow it puts a shadow over the whole garden, so you can't grow any grass. You see what I mean? You want to ask them to manscape you as well while they're at it, if they've got a spare hour. Uh, any animals? I did say any animals floating around in the garden. You seen? 
Exactly. I've seen a mouse. I oh. saw a mouse. All right, here's what's um, for you. What do you call yeah. what do you call a mouse who walks on two legs? Dunno. Mickey Mouse. What do you call a duck who walks on two legs? Donald Duck. No, all ducks walk on two legs. Wow. Hey, you <laughs> motherfucker. Yo. Hey, look. Have how that. are you, boy? Have that. You're, 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 have that. Stick that up, yeah, Jackson. You are back on the telly. You were wearing... The weekend you were wearing... Uh, you looked enormous, by the way. Not fat, like big. Um, you looked enormous next Thank to you. everyone else. But you um, you. you wearing a sort of a shorter sports jacket. And firstly, two things about that. One is, it's the jacket length I prefer because I'm sort of stocky. Yeah. I don't want to make myself look any stockier like Lee Mears. And also, it's the sort of jacket that um, American dads wear. Yeah, I had T-birds on the back of it. You just didn't see it. <laughs> hey, Zuko. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yeah, it is a sports jacket. I'm looking at it now. It's just hanging up on my wardrobe. Has it, got, has it got patches on both elbows? Like, no, to be cool. Nah, it's got a horse um, with a rider on a oh. polo stick. Outlet, was it? <laughs> Bista. <laughs> Went to Bista shopping centre. Bista, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I wore a sports jacket. Um, just trying to sports cash, mix it up a little bit. Was in the studio yeah. on Friday night in Dublin. Um, shirt and blazer job uh, and Sunday then first game back in 18 months with crowd so oh, fella how was it oh Talk it was good me. good don't lie don't lie just tell me how she was uh, excellent excellent like okay. I'm not even on the field I'm just there presenting talking but to hear noise uh, you know to the point where you can't hear Ross asking questions it was just nice because you, you Turn up to all these stadiums and it does become soulless. You can hear everything. You know, like players on the field trying to get themselves up for it, whooping, like shouting at everything. You know, someone drops a ball. You know, they're making so much noise whilst now they've just got the crowd to do it. And it you know, it became a bit embarrassing, like, didn't it? You know, players just trying to yeah. create their own atmosphere. Now you've got the crowd on people's it backs. Did, yeah. And it's, mate, it was brilliant. Loved it. Loved it. So long may that continue. 18 months uh, with no. With no noise, and you know what I'm like, mate. I love an audience when I'm performing. So, yeah, you're the same. You're the same. So, no, I'm, I'm good no, to be I'm back. More humble than you are, but yeah. Um, big well thing. Done. Big thing. Now we have got a Premier Sports live show on a Wednesday. It's going to start off online, probably YouTube. Myself. Oh yeah. Uh, Stevie Ferris and John Barkley. Um, good set. Good crew. That. Uh, lads. 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 Good crew. That's a good crew. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I mean, um, John Barkley's banter might be a little bit questionable, but... Good looking, though. Is he? Yeah, he is, yeah. He is, in a suit, done up. He's with his beard trimmed. When he's made an effort and had a good bit of sleep, he's got young kids, isn't he? When he slept well, mm. good looking bloke. Yeah, right. I'll um, give him that. I'll give him that. No, he looks well, if you ask me. Oh, well done. That's good. Yeah. Um, is it going to be absolute bants with a Z, or is it going to be proper... Uh, rugger analysis. I mean, what are we looking at here? Mean or nothing? Um, Fine. I don't know, really. We'll we'll have to. Uh, we're going to hammer. We're going to have to hammer Jim Hamilton and what he was wearing. Um, but I'm not going to tell you that. You, you'll have to tune into the show to read it. I actually had a call with Jim earlier today. So I'm a little catch up with him. He was off to the gym. Standard. Standard. Uh, and my my little boy came in and said he was out on the phone and he's just started to learn about Father Christmas. And I yeah. went, I went, it's Father Christmas. And he's like, can I speak to him? 
So I said, yeah, do you want to speak to Father Christmas? So I put Jim on loudspeaker and Jim was being Father Christmas. Oh, that's nice of him. He's going, what do you want for Christmas then? He's going, a combined harvester. Okay. <laughs> no <laughs> he, chance, sorry. He's obsessed with combined sorry, harvesters no. from cars. You ever watch cars? Probably haven't. Well, you probably have actually because you're no, into them. I uh, haven't. Okay, it's a Disney cartoon, but there's a combined harvester in it and uh, he loves them. So... Well done, Jim. Oh, nice. Spider-Man and Father well, Christmas. He might grow up to be a farmer. I was actually looking um, I was looking online the other day at the price of uh, second-hand combine harvesters. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was, actually. I know, I know, I know, I know. Um, Why? I'm up late, the baby. Why? I just, that stuff interests me because it's just such vast amounts of money. Okay. Um, but I was just, I was... Yeah, I, I, I'm just not going to bore you with why. But basically, my favourite car magazine is Evo Car Magazine. The former editor of that is Harry Metcalf. He has now got a YouTube channel, Instagram account, because he's got an amazing car collection. He does these brilliant videos, which are like, love, they're sort of amateurish, but they get better and better. But they're really good just on his videos. And he's not a presenter, he's just a, a car keynote and knows his stuff, and he's brilliant. But he also. Basically, I think a lot of his dough has come from farming. He farms, I think he's a grain farmer on a big scale, whatever, in the Cotswolds, and done very well. Big name in the car world, but he's now got a separate YouTube channel for like farming updates and farming videos, and they are really good. I really like them. That's what got me onto it. I thought you were going to say you need one for your parents' house. God, no kidding me. My parents have moved, fella. Oh, I don't know. They've downsized, mate. They've downsized. They've rebadged it, you fool. Uh, I've rebadged it, you fool. Ryder Cup was on at the weekend. Didn't see too much rugby because I was watching that. Uh, Europe get Europe get spanked in the Ryder yeah, Cup. Yeah, they get spanked, mate. Uh, Europe, the Americans had some quality players, real players on form. So it was going to be a, a tough effort anyway, away in America. Did you Are see they the... go away, the Americans, or they going to be good again in two years? They'll be good again in two years. They'll be good for a while. Uh, did problem. you see the Roy McIlroy interview? Yep. Yeah, pure emotion. You know that? Good, isn't it? Yeah, he could easily have said, no, I can't do it, I can't do it. But he didn't, he fronted up. And it, you can't fake stuff like that. That is just a man who just wants to perform for his team. He loves the Ryder Cup. He loves playing in them. And he won the singles, but wasn't great, really. His form's dipped a little bit. But it's just it's just great to see, mate. It's great to see pure emotion and what it means to, to players. In that circumstance. Let me say this to you. Yeah. Let me say this to you. You can fake that in an interview, but for some reason, and this is one of those things where I'm, I'm in danger of alienating our listeners because they are, to all intents and purposes, the general public. I so often, the general public don't seem to realise when it's fake in sport, and I just do not know how they don't realise. Mm. You look at Roy McElroy and you think that is absolutely genuine. Yeah. You and I can see fakeness a mile off. Yep. Why can't they? Yep. Yep. Agreed. But Mad, isn't it? Yeah. Proper. I love him. Proper love him. emotion. Like Michael Holden when he was talking about racism in sport. You know, it's just... Yep. You just know. You can tell. It's from the heart. It's not yep. for likes. Anyway. Anyway. So that took up most of my weekend until Vigil. Watch the end of Vigil. That was really good. Um also, oh, yeah. Also, was it good? Was it yeah, really good? I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it right. as a whole. Uh, Manhunt, Night Stalker, not the one Richard Ramirez on Netflix. There was one um, Martin Clunes. Oh, gutted! You told me about it the other day, and I was like, awesome. Really Google it. Realize I've, I've already seen it. Have you? Yeah, it's a, it's a few, a couple of years old. That. Oh, is it? Yeah. 
Well, I never. Um, Gutted, mate. It's so good. I yep. love him. True story as well. Um, and I'm also on the Schumacher documentary on Netflix. Mm. About half hour in. Mm. Mm. How's that? Really good. Um, I've heard that. Really good. I've heard that fella. A guy, um, a guy that came from nothing, which is you know a lot of people do. Uh, and well, just, like you and me, mate. Just took yeah, just took the motor world sport to an, to sport another world. level. And he was the, he was the guy that was behind Ayrton Senna, pushing Ayrton Senna in Imola just yeah. before the crash. So yeah, um, but it's good. It's good. Anyway, what have you been watching quickly before we get on to two Deceit. minutes of rugby? Deceit. Oh, something you're very Deceit. good at. Did you write it? Um, star in it? Watched it. I watched it, hoping it would help me relate to you a bit more. <laughs> well, I just said that. Um, <laughs> um, deceit, and I've forgotten the name. Denial. Name. Denial. No, nothing. No. Deceit. Denial. Deny. Deny. Three. It's called the Three Ds. Yeah. Uh, your guide. Your guide to survival. Um, deceit. Denial. Got, divorce. It's got. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Don't make. Don't joke. Right. Um, and it's got. Um, uh, an Irish actress in it. Oh, God, I've forgotten her name because um, I've only seen her in one thing before. I saw her in a programme with Stephen Graham about, um, it wasn't called Troubles. It was, I forgot what it was called, but it was amazing about his, um, who he'd become because of what Sahid, the, the, you know, the, how he suffered as a child. And it's an amazing programme. Had an Irish actress in it who had blonde hair shaved around the side. She was a sister. She was Connor. No. no. Anyway, no. she's in this. This I can't think of a bloody name. I'm trying to string it out so I can. Anyway, it's good. It's about the um, uh, Rachel Nickel murder on Wimbledon Common, and um, I already know what happens. But I think everyone who watches it knows the result of that is that they basically put everything into yeah one guy, and they convince themselves that cognitive dissonance, whatever you call it, but they or no confirmation bias, they call it, don't they? So everything he says and does just confirms what they want to believe to the point where he's in prison and someone else gets murdered and it it, it when you know even though you know what's coming effectively it's it's good and she's amazing she's absolutely amazing really so I'll, have to, I'll have to try that I remember uh, reading about that murder in a, in a book called The Jigsaw Man which was oh yeah which is really good some, you read some weird shit I'm still reading Crime and Punishment by Dostoevsky and literally I'm, I'm I reckon I've got a couple of hours left but I'm literally reading it so that a, I can tell mum I've read it, and B, if I get into a conversation with Stuart Barnes, I can drop it in. I see him every now and again. Saw him at the wreck on Saturday, and he's he's read everything ten times. And it's just yeah, oh, but is it one of those books that you'll just read and uh, you forget everything you've read? I've already forgot. I like pick it up now, and it's like I read some two days mm. ago. I read it every night, and I read some last night, and it's like right, I can't remember the names from yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like eight thousand pages long. Mm. It is actually. You read it and you can see why it's a classic. It's friggin' amazing. To be fair, it's just quite, it's just quite involved. But um, I try my best, fellow. Okay, I just try my best. And vigil. I watch the last vigil tonight. Then, if that's out, but I you don't have to. I will because to get it for it, but I think I think it's been pretty average. I haven't loved it. And Saran Jones, I really like, but it's just my. She's like the modern day. She's like the Meryl Streep of British dramas because she just seems to get every single job now. I've not seen her in She's much. She's in everything. Oh, mate, I've seen her in 47 shows. I know Keely Hawes was in... Uh, what was the one? Oh, yeah, and her, and her. What She's one was she in? Um, AC, AC12. Line of Judy. Line of Judy. She was in that. Yeah, I've not ben seen Saran Jones in too much. But, I've yeah, watch it, mate. Just, I mean, but 
you know, you, right. you've got to accept yeah. that not everything is going to be to the flatman standard sometimes. So. No, and also, I can't really relate to it because they would never let me on a submarine. Hmm. Well, you, you wouldn't give it, you wouldn't, you couldn't be on a submarine either. You're too big. No. Take up too much room, mate. Yep. For me, it's the width of the corridors. For you, it's the height of the pipes. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Just tell us about your rugby then for a minute. Um, good weekend, mate. Good first right. weekend of URC. Being rebranded, Pro 14 or Pro what does 16. It stand for? United Rugby Championships. Going down the route of like the MLR, you know, just having three words. And it done a really good job, actually. Really like the Work. rebranding. Really like the graphics. Really like the music. Uh, so we had the big launch on Friday in Dublin. Get smashed, did you? I had a couple of pints, actually, after the oh, show. But God. like three in a space of an hour. And nightmare, because you're just up all night going to the toilet then. So... Don't really sleep. Took the hero flight home then to Cardiff at six thirty-five Saturday morning. So never do that again. But oh god, mate, that is that is hell. Enjoyable, mate. Hell. Enjoyable. I mean, I don't want to go through it too much um, because probably people don't really care. Um, but there was a couple of decent performances. Edinburgh Scarlets was a really good game. Um, Leinster dominating, obviously, and, and Cardiff Connaught was a very good game. Really difficult now, flats. To call Cardiff Rugby, Cardiff Rugby, not Cardiff Blues. Slip of the tongue. Uh, Way too easy. Tommy, you, you know what well, you do, actually, because you live in that world. I don't have to, mate. Somebody mentioned to me on Twitter the other day that I keep calling Sales Sharks Sale. Like, mate, mm. and I, but I call Exeter Chiefs. Am I biased? It's like, no, no. But when I, when I first knew Chiefs and played against them, they were already Chiefs, whereas Sale was Sale mm. when we first played, weren't they? Mm. So I just I urge everyone gently to get over it or leave me alone. It's nothing like rebranding a team for like 
what is it, 18 years and then changing it and then expect people to, to get it right. But yeah. Anyway, right. anyway, yeah. you know, I know you do a, an online show for Premiership Rugby about the Gallagher Premiership. Give us the the Flatman lowdown. The lowdown, fella. Well, Sarah Cox, first female ref. Um, I the lowdown. Yeah, it's a. It sounds bad, but I, I obviously knew she was. It was going to happen because it was all over the news and stuff. She have a shocker and all over social media. But I thought, oh, she was terrible. No, I'm joking. I thought. It must already have happened. Like when she was, oh, was it her? I can't remember. The first female touch judge a couple of seasons ago. We got a, we got a text from Prem Rugby, but Durders and I before we did our show saying, "Don't forget to mention first female official." And I was like, "What? There hasn't been one yet." I just seen her around loads, and I thought, I assume she must have done it. But um, anyway, she was she's really just a really good ref, and didn't you know got had a really good game, which is handy for her because you don't want to have a brutal game on your first game you don't want to have horrific decisions to make and all that but she is class and smiled all the way through it so that's nice um good game at, good game at Quinns Worcester look really really good to be fair and we really want them to be good partly because mm. makes the league better partly because it's more interesting but also partly because John Thomas is there he's a good bloke so they look class Ted Hill's amazing player mm. um so they look good but Quinns just they keep on coming mate yeah they keep on coming and they they and do. Joe Marchant was amazing. Joe Marler, I mean, poor, he's just, you know, at, at some point he'll just retire and take over the world, but I hope he doesn't for a while. Firstly, so you and I can still eat. Secondly, because he's just so good. He's so, so good at everything he does. Mm. Um, it's almost like you forget what a good player he is because he's out there and a bit eccentric and he's up to stuff. It's always like, well, strip that away. And he is an elite, elite prop forward. Yeah, very low air account. Makes all his tackles. Good carrier. Good scrummager. Yeah, you know. Yeah, his scrummaging was his scrummaging was brutal. To mm. be fair, it was really, really good. So, um, Bristol Friday Bears, night, mate. Gloss- Brist- sorry, oh, Bristol. Yeah, yeah, Bristol Bears. Eight wasps, forty-four. Never would have picked that. No, in fairness, uh, two two tries in the last 12 minutes so what 14 points I think in the last 12 minutes but it was still they were still getting pumped mm. um, just defensively nowhere near it you look at Tom Willis's try where Bassett makes the break and Tom Willis scores from about you know 40 yards 50 yards whatever it is he's a big guy he's quick for his size but he shouldn't be scoring that there was just holes everywhere um, you saw Brad Shields just run it's one of those things like you saw Brad Shields just run pick and go straight through Dave Atwood and no one goes straight through Dave Atwood brilliant tackler one of the best tacklers in the league like it was just one of those days where stuff didn't happen yeah. and they was were just on it they were absolutely on it and they looked great Jacob Ubanga looked really really good Tom Willis was the best player on the field at number eight mm. um, Elliot Stook is a really good signing from Bath because Bath never just never quite made him first choice and I always thought he should be a first choice player for Bath I'd and yeah, you said it a few Wasp, times on here. Yeah, I think Wasp. I don't think Wasp will make that mistake because he's he's not a giant. But he's obviously they're all big these days, but he's he's not a giant. But he's big. He's active. He's just active with loads of energy. And I thought he was great. Radraja um, needs to come back soon for Bristol. Not that he'll make what is what he won't the, solve it, but yeah, th- you know, thirty six points difference, but certainly help. I'm one yeah, of but the they'll start the they'll start battering people soon, mm. <laughs> won't they? They'll they'll come in. They'll come good and they'll start they'll get it's like know, yeah it's they, like Exeter isn't it you know if they have a couple of bad games you know Rob Baxter 
Pat Lamb. They're not too worried. It's just taking a little nah. bit of time to to find their feet nah. again, and they'll hit a run. They've got too many good players uh, to to be back of the pack for long. Yeah, exactly. And like Saints beating Chiefs, it's like well, Chiefs got out to a good lead, and mm. Saints just in really good form. George Furbanks in really good form. He kicked well, ran well again. Brilliant ball in hand. He's got his confidence back, if, assuming it left. Um, assuming he lost it for a bit, but not. So, but you, who are you going to put your twenty quid on? Um, winning the most games this se- winning more games this season, Saints or Chiefs? Everybody would put their twenty quid on Chiefs. Like so, we just back them to get there. But we'll see. I mean, it's it's not as automatic as just that. But I, I was at Bath Newcastle at the weekend, and um, that was probably the worst game of the weekend. I quite enjoyed it, um, but it was probably the worst one. Newcastle should have won by a lot more than seven points. Okay. Um, Bath were much improved in the second half, but really very, very little to speak of in attacking terms. The forward pack looked, um, they didn't didn't achieve parity. Um, they're missing a few players, in fairness, but isn't everyone. But Newcastle looked really good, and they got Adam Radwan, who's amazing. Hey, tell me, mate, when are you going to uh, make a little bit of a cash transfer to me for using my Sky login for New Zealand, South Africa? <laughs> How old are you, mate? 41. <laughs> I've been thinking about this. I was thinking about this as I was watching 41 it. years old and you haven't even purchased Sky. I only got Sky. Yeah, but do you know, I keep thinking to myself, why? Shanks does it for free. I get it off Shanks for free. But then my half Am- the time, my BT Sport doesn't even work. I don't even know how to work it. You want my Amazon Prime account as well, do you? Got that. Maybe jump on Netflix. Um, my Amazon Prime service is about 15 people at the moment, I think. Um, uh, so, yeah, it, I, I should do that. But when I don't even, I still don't know where I'm going to put the telly in the new house. The thing is, for me, the there's no, there's nothing like I really want from any of your um, apps. You've got like plenty of fish, don't need it. <laughs> Grinder, don't need it. Fab Swingers, don't need it. I've just got a new it. app. What are the. I've <laughs> just got a new app. One of the. Uh, Tree surgeons, Johnny told Bumble. me about go, pa- go paddling. Don't need it. Go paddling, which is um, don't tell my daughter, little Buddha, but I've just got her a paddleboard for Christmas, and um, it's a bit early, but there was a deal on, mm. and um, got it for free. I, I said no, I didn't. No, I haven't right. at all. Um, so you go and I bought it from um, Red Paddle Company, but you can't, you just can't get any at the moment. So yeah. I basically ordered it ahead of time, yeah. Um, and yeah, so they. But there's, I'm thinking, where can you bloody go? And there's an app that tells you where to go paddleboarding, fella. For oh, free. it's a real. Oh, I thought it was going to be some sort of dating app, sex or something. themed. Yeah, thing. yeah. no. Yeah. no. Yeah, I've got a four and a half week old baby. I'm not ready to get dating <laughs> yet. <laughs> not yet. Anyway, before we give me, be- give me a month. Before we wrap up, right? We want to do something um, on this series of podcasts. We want you to to email us or email me some of your rugby stories so that we can read them out online and we'll have a bit of fun reading them out so any tour stories that have gone on any funny stuff that's yeah. happened while while you've been away or or during games anything like that just email tom shanklin at hotmail.com it's easy right and uh and if it's good if it's funny it'll make the cut we'll read it out and you know you can either shame your mates you can change their names if you want um or Don't just shame ah, exactly I, I feel you should be honest. Be truthful. But if there, it's work because people will send in some right grot. And just remember that Shanks and I will enjoy it, but we cannot read out absolute grot. So even if it is really grotty, 
try and write it in a way that we don't have to rewrite it in order to read it out because we won't bother. So try and write it in a way where we can actually read it out to children. There are no right or wrong Ish. answers. <laughs> and we'll, we'll tell you the right answers at the end anyway. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. the office. Um, that's it, boy. Um, that's it. Well done. Well done. I had a... I noticed the vein for the first time ever on my bicep in the uh, gym. What day is it? A couple of days ago. I've just noticed it because I just, I just got my hand in my pocket of my hoodie that I'm wearing, and there's a piece of charcoal in my pocket, obviously from a barbecue session. <laughs> and I saw a vein and double checked, and it was just, it was just a line of black dirt from charcoal oh. from having been barbecuing. Keep it on, it mate. It was a shadow. Keep it on. I, know, I have thought about it. How's the training going since the baby's been born? All right, or? Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Once, once a week for twenty minutes. <laughs> twenty minute walk. <laughs> Barely get the dog out, mate. These days, let alone myself. Well, um, just doing bits, mate. Doing bits. Yeah, um, not do it when you can, mate. Do it when you can. Yeah, I've, I've given up. Just I've put on the back burner. Just um, you know, I've got a certain number of reps I want to do. I want to do a certain weight. I want to do for ten reps on the bench, and I'm I'm a little way short of that at the moment. Even if you've got to do hundred press ups and a hundred sit ups a day, just bosh them out twenty at a time. It's better than nothing. Yeah, I won't do it, but yeah. Oh, well, I've got some... Are you, fit? Are you fit at the moment? Yeah, I'm all right, mate. I'm all right. I did a real good... I did 500 cal uh, assault... Not assault bike, uh, concept two bike for time the other day. Anything under 30 minutes is, is pretty good. did 27.05, whatever. Um, oh, well done, boy. Yeah, and... Well, you know it's a good one because I posted it online. I noticed that. I was I was at the wreck <laughs> the other day and um, walking along and this bloke was... I was walking along to, to towards sort of commentary and this bloke... I could see someone just like trying to catch me up on the left and just hovering to my left. And I thought, well, I don't want to be horrible, but if he wants me to stop and speak to him, he's going to have to say flats or something. Mm. He's actually just waiting for me to stop and I'm walking. It's really odd. So I just kept walking. And in the end, he said, excuse me, excuse me. I said, yeah, yeah. I thought he was going to say, you've dropped something. And I feel like a right arrogant twat. But actually, he said, um, you, you said on your podcast that you did a, a 10K row. You've done a couple of 10K rows. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's, what time do you do it in? And I said, oh, mate, I wouldn't have a clue what time I do it. And I don't even, I'm not even that tired at the end of it. I sort of yeah. do weights at the end of it. Like I don't do it hard. I cruise it. It's just to burn fat. All right. Well, you know, anything, un- anything under 40 minutes is good. I said, oh, mate, I piss under 40 minutes. Easy. And he was, he was gutted. He was genuinely oh. gutted. So I'm sorry to that guy. He did 37 minutes something. And I think that having not tried that hard, I think I might be doing about well, the same. Mate, so I'm really sorry, mate. It's fine to say his name. Matthew Pinson, David Flatman is sorry. <laughs> all right. I had, a couple, I had a couple of boys messaging me after I put that session up saying, uh, well done, Warby. Well done, Greenwood. <laughs> <laughs> mate, Stevie Ferris would hammer that, surely. He's a freak in the it's gym. On the, it's on the bike, though. It's not on the rower. Oh, yeah. Bike, mm. bike, bike. Mm. Right, mate, that's it. It's, it's proven quite difficult um, to end. So... Let's go. Okay. See you soon, boy. Bye. 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 Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.